is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. What's up, bitches? Tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is It's Just Money Podcast, and today is Thursday, December 23rd. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. It is a beautiful year. It has been a beautiful year. College football stayed intact, although it is kind of fumbling here at the end of the year. Um, COVID's back. That COVID is all the way back. And so is Reese Snyder. Reese is with the boys tonight. Yeah. Back home, and uh, we are blessed to have him here with us. And this is episode 47 of this damn thing, and we're going to keep it rolling. We got a lot of bowl games to talk through. Um, the next time we'll be recording is next Tuesday, so we'll be covering games all the way up to that. But let's chat with the boys. Let's start with Reese. Reese, how are we? You have no idea how long I've been waiting to hear. All right, we're <laughs> back. That has been a thing I've been looking forward to the last 14 weeks. And you haven't you hear that, man? I got chills. Oh, feels good. The boys are so back. I missed the shit out of you guys. Um, I mean, just gambling in general, it sucks. I'm <laughs> not able to do it as much anymore, obviously, as I would like to, but um, just happy to be here and back with the boys, man. There's no, there's no better feeling than just being here right now. I've looked forward to this for so long, and now we're here, and let's have a good episode. Love it. Okay, Schaefer, how are we? You're awfully quiet in our pre-talks. Uh, I'm just going over some stuff. Hopefully, I can give you guys some winners. It's been a while since I have really touched a bet in a week I guess a week is a while for me yeah so hopefully we can get back on track I don't even know if I'm hot or cold because I just haven't done anything so I don't really even know how to feel at this point so people know when we give out picks tonight Schaefer has some surgical locks he's been in depth I mean he's been locked into that keyboard so yeah you ready for those JP final side how are we doing pretty good you know holiday week's coming up Getting excited, weeks at work. Coming up. Shorter. Well, yeah, they're coming up. You haven't had them yet. Oh. Right? Okay. We're two days away. That, right? I think that's a crazy thing. This is thing. holiday week. Yeah. It is, yeah, but so is next week. But you would like, you want your voters on the first holiday? <laughs> I'm just saying the whole two-week span is solid. Also, what is your guys' opinion on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve on Fridays? I think I'm kind of on board with it. I think Thursday would be awesome, more like cool. But Friday's a pretty good day to have that. I'm it's not on board when I have to fucking work. Wow. I mean, kids can't coach themselves. That's true. That's not my – it's not basketball. I'd rather have it be like a Sunday, like like the Eve be like a Sunday, the Christmas be a Monday, so like you work and people can get that weekend off. And that way, like the 22nd, 23rd, when all your friends no, are – No, we would want – Those nights to go to the bar. I would say Thursday night would be nice for Christmas Thursday. Eve. So Thursday night and then Friday's Christmas Day and then you get Saturday and Sunday. That's true. But we're also – I thought about this the other day. We're kind of past the point. You remember when we were like kids and the best part about Christmas is like you wake up, you open your presents early, and then you have like all fucking day to mess with what you got, like set up your new shit, play with your new shit. What do we do now? Like do I, I play would. with the fucking socks or what's the plan? Hey, don't knock socks. Oh, it's I a great gift. Yeah, I'm not knocking them, but I'm just saying, like, what do I do with the rest of my day? That's what um, See? I don't what, know. Are we watch drink. the NBA? I order, I order, Le- or I get Legos for Christmas, so spend all do day. Actually? 
No, that'd be oh. kind of sick if I did, though. <laughs> I mean, it ain't that hard to buy Legos. Yeah, I mean, Legos is a gift. Uh, I'm buying for myself. Spoiler alert: If you don't know about Santa Claus yet, spoiler alert: Turn it off. Uh, <laughs> but I found out about Santa Claus when I got Legos as a kid. There was a price tag still on it. I'm like, Mom, Dad, what are we doing? I'm like, come on. <laughs> hey, Santa's got to make budget too. Is that an, actually I, how you found out? I said, so I found out. I saw a nine ninety nine on it. I don't know how old I was. I saw a nine ninety nine on a price tag. I go, what is this? I don't know. Can't make everything. That's a great story. I have no idea how I found out. They were like, "Oh, Reese told me." True story. Reese told me Santa wasn't real. (laughs) That's actually a true. That's probably true. (laughs) That's a true story. Reese goes. Reese goes. You know, Santa's not real, right? I go, dude, no way. My parents never buy me anything. There's no way Santa's not real. That's true. (laughs) True. That's very. That's what I said. They're just sitting at a lunch table pounded an oatmeal cream pie and the <laughs> boxed orange juice Reese is like you know, Santa's not real <laughs> hey what do you guys like devastating news <laughs> what do you guys think about Santa like is it a little fucked up like the concept that he's like sliding down your chimney into your house like eating I think the craziest part is we haven't adapted because houses don't have chimneys as much yeah I mean that's that's also yeah, very yeah, true you just make up stuff stupid. like you just make up stuff. Yeah, kids, you just like tell them, like, oh, they can come in through the windows or like the front door. Or, like they have. Yeah. So is a ghost now? He can go through windows? <laughs> I mean, there's, <laughs> we got to change the rules. The, the, tooth great- fairy, the tooth fairy might be the craziest concept that kids believe. Well, the Easter bunny. No, the Easter bunny. A bunny that gives oh. eggs? That's true. That's <laughs> very true. Kids don't even correlate. Yeah, we got to get rid bike. of these fucking. I got a full bike for Easter once. What about Elf? And, I, and I believe that. I've got a bike for Easter? I like. When did Elf in the Shelf start? Because that was never a thing when you were No, kid. never a thing when I was growing well, up. First I thought of all, it was, I first what a it was creepy crazy. fucking concept. Yes. If I woke up every day and there's like an elf in a different spot watching over me, I'm pissed. Wait, I'm you had it? That elf the fuck out. You no, had an elf on the it. shelf? You just I said you did. No, yeah, I said that, if I did. Oh. That's smart parenting though because like, you know how they're always like, Santa's always watching stuff like that. Kids like, oh, I don't believe it. Then you put like a physical elf. Oh, yeah. He's watching. The kid's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I yeah. saw a video of a dad cutting a daughter's pajamas and, like, laying them over the elf on the shelf, like, oh, sorry, I got cold. So when she woke up, her pajamas were cut, and she, like, believed that the elf cut her clothes it. and used them as a blanket. That's unbelievable. That's pretty good parenting right there. Dad of the year for not waking the child up. It's also taking scissors to your kid while they're sleeping. So there's a couple different sides to that story. Well, taking <laughs> scissors to your child and to their <laughs> pajama pants are a little different. It's a, it's an unbelievable concept. So, uh, have you guys ever thought about? Did your like mom or dad ever get themselves presents from Santa to make it even more believable? Oh fuck yeah, my mom. Oh yeah, my mom would do that. She'd be like, "Look what Santa brought me," and she'd buy herself like the new iPod because remember those iPods were yeah. big. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> my presents were never wrapped on Christmas morning. They were just like laid out. <laughs> Like on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Eve they'd be racked out. But on Christmas morning, they would just be like out and like by the tree, they would just be out of the floor. Reese grew. He he uh, grew up at a very young age. Oh my god! So Reese, what? What are we doing? When I was like, uh, I was either eight or six, and my brother was five or something like that. Either way, we're two years apart, and we just moved into our new house where we live, and. My mom would do the whole thing, like the whole shebang, like wrap them the night before, put them out, that kind of thing. And my brother would always get up way early. Yep. And this was the first year I think I was kind of like, okay, well, we can sleep in. They'll be there, I promise. Sleep in is like 7 a.m. to children during this day. My brother wakes up at 5.30, tries to wake us up. We're like, no, just go back to bed. 
we walk out to every present under the tree unwrapped. He had unwrapped every single present <laughs> under the tree. My mom had to come out and like act like she didn't really know whose was whose, but like Santa had told her. I think that might have been the first clue Santa wasn't real that he opened every present under the tree. <laughs> fucking electric. You're not beating him to the punch. So <laughs> shout out, Brett. That's that's an unbelievable move. I'm still wrapped up in the fact, Reese, were they just like Amazon boxes <laughs> that you would just open that up or what just was straight up, just straight up like it would like if it was like a if it was like a video game, like it was just a video game out on the floor. <laughs> Reese, you gotta you gotta best keep it Best Christmas ever though was the Christmas. Dude, that's I half the battle. I got, a, I got a 360 and like all that all that shit for Xbox Live. That was like the greatest Christmas ever. I remember oh, yeah. I remember getting my original Xbox. Nope. Yeah, but wasn't that like isn't that the point of it? Like to unwrap and like feel the reaction and the excitement and not knowing what's under there. You like walk out and that's I mean, it. You're like, there it yeah, is. Yeah, but children yeah. don't give a shit because they'll just wrap one after the other, after the other, after the other. Like, that's mine. I was like, I know it's gotta be mine. <laughs> Nobody else in my family wants to play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> it's gotta be mine right there. Dude, that's unbelievable. I, I love it though. And I also love that you told Schaefer that just, that Santa's not real. These kids out there. <laughs> that's that's, that's how I found it. I was, I was a part of a lot of firsts for Schaefer's uh, things in Schaefer's life. I really, oh, yeah. Do we dive are we, deeper? Are we, are we allowed to say the other one on the podcast, Schaefer? His mom oh, listened dude. to this one. Oh, God. What What would have. What what just happened? say it. Wedding I don't crashes. even. What's I'm she not, gonna do? Kick him out? I'm not sure if I know what. Wedding he said wedding crashers. Oh yeah, the first titties I ever saw. <laughs> <laughs> Reese's house. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely right too. Oh yeah. The first first titties Reese made shape for the man he is today. Let's yep. be honest. I pulled up. There was like there was like six of us at the house. I was like, you guys want to see some? Like, yeah. <laughs> put in put in wedding crashers. That montage first scene. Kept that's- rewinding it like seven times. Yeah, that's yeah. like welcome to manhood. That's like, just boys like, being boys. That's exactly what that is. We we probably <laughs> still did that in college at one point, rewinded it. So <laughs> that's just boys things. Anyway, this is a sports gambling podcast, and we are here to talk about sports somewhat, I guess. Um, so let's talk about college football. Reese has been gone for obviously 14 weeks. Um, I believe he texted when he first got back, who the fuck do I bet on? He's like, do I take the Browns minus three? Oh, buddy. Um, so Reece, do you have any outstanding questions about college football or sports that we may be able to help with? The biggest shock when I, cause I got my phone on uh, the weekends for like 30 minutes at a time. And one weekend, somebody talked about, uh, like who the final, who like the last four in or like the first four in were for the final or something like that. And somebody goes, Michigan, I go, Michigan, what? And I was like, they beat Ohio state. And they're like, yeah, I go. That's probably like that's gonna be like the storyline of the I feel like of like this college football season. Like other than that, or else like Cincinnati getting in as a group of five for the first time ever. Like yeah. it was a weird year. It was a great I year. I don't know what because like I feel like the one thing that like nothing else really blew me away. I guess Clemson not being anywhere near relevant this year, I guess, sounds kinda like that's pretty important, but like Cincinnati <clears> making it and then I feel like Michigan finally beating Ohio State and giving Jim Harbaugh like five more years even though he has a just shit record against him. I think the craziest thing there might be is that, like, Michigan's in the playoff, but they have a legitimate chance. Like, they are a very, very good football team. It's pretty unbelievable. Um, but that's really the only thing that I guess would stand out to me, too. Um, what Boys? I was going to say that Michigan progressively throughout the season got – I don't know if that's the less shocking – 
of why they're in. The only thing that everybody kind of thought of at the end of the year was like, all right, this team's good and they're winning games, but come on, they haven't beat Ohio State yet. And then when they absolutely dismantled Ohio State, it's kind of when everybody opened their eyes. But I mean, even from week six or seven, we kind of saw this Michigan team as who they were. And as a legit contender, we just didn't, we just couldn't get over the Ohio State factor. And if we had gotten over that, you know, weeks before, we would have known that Michigan deserved to be in for a really long stretch. We were just waiting for that Ohio State game to happen, though, before any conclusions were made. I would say, like, if you're looking at it from, like, coming in after not seeing the whole year, I would say, like, reset, like, Clemson not being there in the end or Oklahoma not being there in the end, not even playing for a Big 12 title. Um, you could look at, like, teams with high win totals that didn't go over or just things like that. Like, the two favorites in the Big 12 didn't make it. Um, the favorite in the Big 10 by a ton didn't even make a conference title game. Like, ACC, like, the Pac-12 was kind of what we thought it was going to be. Maybe not the teams exactly, you know, me and Parks. Six, that seems like a – big fucking deal like they were nowhere near where they were supposed to be yeah michigan state had a win uh total of four and a half to start the year they ended with 10 <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> that's a it's a little bit of a shock you look at that that's like transfer portal 101 right there though on how they had decided to blossom this year it's kind of crazy to look at i would say like even if you come in and you're like dude the transfer portal right now like holy crap like, if you just go on there any given day and look at top transfers, even by position, you're like, like this name, this name, all these names are in the portal right now. That's bonkers. Like, it's free agency now. It who is. It really is. Spend the money or who can, you know, open a spot or whatever, promise this kid something for shit. It's, it could be four years still. Like, that kids are hitting the portal with four years eligibility. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. But, yeah, there's definitely some questions that popped up in college football. Some things that we did not expect to happen definitely happen. Um, but ultimately, you're looking at probably an Alabama run for it all. Um, I think everybody in the country that doesn't want to see Alabama win it is looking for Michigan or anybody outside of the SEC. But um, we'll jump into that later. Let's go into bowl games. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on bowl games that have already happened, some that have stuck out in your mind, um, or have they just kind of passed, by, passed you by um, without any shocks? Uh, they haven't passed me by, but Save. damn, these are hard to bet this year. Like it feels like if you just take the dog, like me and Schaefer were talking last week, or like, if you just take the dog, you have an unbelievable fighting chance to even win the game. Like it's and a lot of it is like, we put such an emphasis on it last year. Like, dude, like what motivation do you have to come in to play this bowl game? Like, what are you playing for? Where was your team at before the year? Like, where are you going next year? That kind of thing. That even feels like pointless at this point like it's you might just wait till the game starts to live bet the damn thing because it's gotten so crazy and like to me it's nuts to see games end in certain ways like if you look back on games that have already happened for example like did you see wyoming put up 52 no i nobody would have guessed that they know absolutely not my initial thought when i saw that game was like wyoming's gonna score seven points yeah well (laughs) They were going to score like 20 and win 20 to 13 or something stupid like that. And then UAB show, showing up and BYU playing like crap. Like that was stunning. App State with that secondary giving up 59 to Western Kentucky. Um, I mean, just 
it's like, what do we do? How do you bet this damn thing? So it's, it's fun. Like, I'm not going to say it's not fun to bet because when you're on the right side of something, you're like, that's a little bit of a stretch, pretty exhilarating feeling. <clears throat> I was like, just let's you, be honest here. Yeah. If it, if you're tossed up between one or the other, you got to go the underdog. I mean, the underdog covered five, the first five games, and I'm kind of kicking myself for the obvious ones I didn't take. I thought Liberty and Tulsa stood out to me as obvious. I thought Old Dominion was a super bad football team, and I know Tulsa kind of barely covered, but they covered. And then Liberty just absolutely blew, blowing the doors off Eastern Michigan. That was written on the wall that I'm kind of kicking myself for not taking, but other than but you that, couldn't have seen Liberty actually showing up after that disappointing season they had. Yeah, and you can say that. I know. But it's like out of all the games and all of the quarterbacks that have been opting out for these bowl games, they didn't. They had the guy. They had Malik. And, it you know, it was it's his last game. You kind of had to figure he was going to show out and not roll over to a fucking dog shit Eastern Michigan team. But Yeah, the Mac was bad. Mac's bad. Mac is the Mac is very very which, bad. Which, what, Reese? I was say so like because Rattler Rattler transferred to correct, correct. correct. So is he? So he opts out of the bowl game then I assume or like he the, he said that like what two days after the Big Twelve title? Yeah, game, he's like, been out. Quick. Okay. He, I think he might even be on campus already. In curious, like, if those guys who went to that transfer portal, like I mean, they're probably not going to give a shit about that university. Like, why would they go play that bowl game? Yeah. So. Well. I'm wondering, is is Rattler on campus in Columbia and just like taking practice reps, I like for now? After after, or they break. just like wait till after Christmas break? It'll be, after and we'll break. see in the spring. Yeah, it'll be after break. Which I is mean, wh- also which is why like Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma to go to South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. see. Wait, Reese, oh, did what? you see Brian Kelly's accent? Brian Kelly's accent. I saw he left. Oh, my goodness. Reese, okay. So, right after – this is after Lincoln Riley, correct? Parks? Correct. Chief. Yeah. Brian yeah. Kelly gets the LSU job that was rumored for Lincoln Riley. Oh, yep. I think So, I he goes that. to LSU, right? Two days into his tenure there, mm-hmm. he gets on a, the basketball floor and he's, like, introducing himself. And somebody had taken a video from his last uh, meeting with the team at Notre Dame, seven minutes long. He said, yeah. pretty much goodbye, love you guys, whatever, left in seven minutes. Mm-hmm. He then goes in two days in, into Baton Rouge, and he goes from saying, "Guy, I mean, seriously, this is like a Notre Dame family to me. Like, I love all of you guys, too. It's a great day to be a Tiger. <laughs> I'm so here with bad. my family. <laughs> like that's a really bad southern accent, but that's pretty much what he sounded like. It was horrid. It wasn't far off. And, and then you're, you're actually not far off. Puts out the dancing video with their five-star recruit they just brought in, and it's yeah. Colin Baton Rouge, Garth Brooks, and he's like just awkwardly dancing. Like it's the most It looks like me in Beer Can Alley. Like that's what <laughs> the video looked like. I'm not kidding. Um, it's pretty bad. It, it was, was, it was definitely though. putting on a front. That's oh, yeah. I was just say going back to you know it's funny so this is how crazy bowl games are so the first five underdogs covered liberty covered utah state then covered so six of the seven underdogs could cover but now from what i'm looking at four in a row have the favorites covered and right now we're watching army missouri it doesn't look like army's going to cover but four in a row the favorites have covered so <laughs> i mean just take your your pick at this point it's it's really you just got to analyze mm-hmm. it for what it is. And, and COVID's back for these teams. Texas A&M oh, just had to get out of their bowl game. Like, there's a lot going on. Yeah, COVID is in full swing. Um, 
However, let's jump to games because we have a lot of games we can go through. Um, I'm sure there are picks on the board to take. We're going to cover everything from now until next Tuesday, through next Tuesday. Um, so West Virginia, Minnesota will be the last game on the schedule that you can go up to. Roundtable style as always. Um, yes, Jordan. I, I was just going to say, did you guys see, you know, Brent McMurphy, the guy that does Action Network? Yeah. Pretty good. He tweeted out, Illinois would be open to playing uh, Wake Forest in a bowl game. Five and seven, Illinois. No shit they want to play in a bowl game. They won five games all year. You know what the thing is, too, Come is on, like they, they threw Nebraska out there and stuff like that. It's well, like, Nebraska would have played, too, I'm sure. Well, like, well, just like that's not a possibility. Like, do they not know these teams that haven't made a bowl game? Like, they're home already. They're not yeah. practicing. Well, you yeah, can no. get them there. And I talked to a buddy. Do. I talked to a buddy that plays football in Nebraska. And I was like, is this bullshit, like, actually real? There's no fucking way, right? Like, don't get me wrong. I, I would love to watch it. Um, he goes, no, like that's, there's been zero talk from anybody. Like I've been at home for a yeah. week and a half. Like we <laughs> yeah. haven't been practicing hey, anything. Just got a text from Scotty when I was eating my ass at yeah. bowl. He says, we got to get back and start studying film for Wake. <laughs> like there is, there is the entire coaching staff is in Louisiana trying to get Brennan. I'm there. Nobody is getting ready for the Wake Forest <laughs> fucking bowl game. In uh, see, you did, as I say, Sam Hartman just called. Yeah. I'll say, Parks, you did see Miles Brennan staying at LSU, right? Yeah, I did. That, it doesn't surprise me, but the entire coaching staff did go down there to try and get him. Um, he's got no competition down there other than that kid they just brought in. Max right. Johnson's gone. So yeah. that was once I saw it when he when he left, I kind of knew that there. Why, was why is Max Johnson going to Texas A and M? By the way, they have. Um, they already have Calzada's. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Calzada's gone, JP. Or no, Haynes King's still there. The guy started the year. And then they're bringing in a five-star, which is one of the top two quarterbacks in this year's class. So there's going to be three guys, two of them with legitimate D1 experience and a five-star recruit coming in. And he wants to go there and battle it out instead of fighting for Miles against Miles Brennan. I mean – I think they're both pretty pretty mediocre me, at the quarterback position right now. Call me oh. crazy. But I would take my odds in L, at, you know – LSU in Baton Rouge over uh, my chances in College Station to start football games if I'm that kid. Yes, and also something just came to mind. Nebraska might have made the best all-time college football name recruitment of all time. Like, ever. Oh, yeah. You went and oh, got him. DeColdest Crawford. DeColdest to ever do it, Crawford. Yeah, DeColdest is his because. first name. And <laughs> it makes me so happy. That we have DeColdest on our team, and I hope he is truly DeColdest out there. Um, what if he is DeColdest? I hope so. I mean, he's definitely not the warmest. <laughs> like, what if he's just like freezing cold? Like he's terrible. Like, like he's, maybe he's it, bitch. be like fucking Keyshawn Johnson Jr. Bastard. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to picks. We got up on a tangent again. Uh, we're gonna start it off with Schaefer. Schaefer, give us one of those surgical locks you've been cooking up. All right, I'm going to go with what I've been talking about. I'm going to go with an underdog here. Uh, I am going to take uh, Houston yeah. plus two and a half. Sorry, I was getting in torn. No, you about said picks. something else, and I was going to disagree with you. Uh, I was going to take – that was a different SEC school. We'll get to that. I'm going to go Houston plus the two and a half against uh, Auburn. I just think that Auburn has had a lot of turnover issues within the locker room, and obviously with Nick's leaving is – just kind of a huge surprise, and I believe Finley is hurt, so they're going to the third-string guy. You're talking about a, a team with motivation going against a team with what are they playing for, and I mean by 
what's Auburn playing for at this point? Six and six. Uh, their season has been disappointing, to say the least. And six Houston's, and six and no Bo Nix. Yeah, yeah. And Houston's coming You're off. You're welcome. You know, they put up a fight against That's a good Cincinnati a team. <laughs> You should Houston, put that shit on a t-shirt. So Houston's, you know, they're coming off a decent fight against Cincinnati. They're the 14th-ranked t- offense in the country. They put up 37 points a game. I know that this Auburn team has a very good defensive line, and on any given day they could bring the pressure and give Houston uncomfortable. However, I just don't see the motivation in this, and it's going to be offensively for Auburn. It's going to go all on Tank Bigsby, mm-hmm. and if he can run the football. And if he can't, uh, it could be a long day for Auburn. I think Houston can get the dub here in two and a half, so you might as well go with the money line at that point. Is TJ Finley playing? I, I, I don't believe so. I thought okay, because I knew he was limpy, but I didn't know if anything had ever come of that. I knew he was limpy late in that game against Alabama. But also, uh, this game is Tuesday. That game is Tuesday, the 28th, for those yeah. out there asking where it is. Um, I like that as well. I think if you look at what Houston's done throughout the year – they have won games by putting up points and outscoring teams. Go see SMU. They've won games by playing great defense. Uh, see Tulsa, Navy, Tulane, all these schools. Um, and even ECU that puts up a ton of points. So, like, they can do it both ways. I think if you just look at Clayton, too, and what Dayton Holgerson's got, you know, going on down there, there's a lot to look forward to. They want to measure up and where they sit with the big boys going into the Big 12 in a couple of years. Uh, I'm on board with that one. Love it. Okay. Um, I will take the next pick. I'm going to stay in today. And I mean today, today. This episode dropped at 530. And if you need to get this pick into it now. That was Thursday. This is Thursday. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Today. I'm clarifying. Game's at 230. Give me North Texas money. No. God. Stop taking my stuff. <laughs> I can't see it. Um, yeah, give me I know. North Texas money line. Week. We're talking about teams that are rolling in hot. This is the hottest team in all of their own fashion i cannot imagine the confidence running through this team after taking it to undefeated utsa um, a team that this is meaningful for that they wouldn't have been here if they didn't beat that undefeated utsa team so i'll mm-hmm. just take the hot and stay with north texas a team that can put up a lot of points like six and then the mac the mac has proven that it's not Bad. worth shit i like that pick i didn't think yeah. about that i'll i might play that north with you. texas has won their last five they had to win five straight to get to bowl eligibility they're doing it by putting up points. Um, it is just a ridiculous amount that they're putting up. We've already seen, like Schaefer just said, the MAC has not been good. I think they're 0-3 or 0-4 in bowl games, and Conference USA has been a little bit better. But North Texas at 9-3 and ATS. This is also, um, I believe, is this in Texas? Yes. It's, yeah. it's in Frisco. It's, the, it's Frisco. Um, yep, it's in Frisco. Not that there's a lot of Denton Texas fans and faithful, but I think, is I'm it just Fris- saying. Is Frisco – is that South Texas too? I don't know. Let me pull up my map real quick. Because I feel like that's Reese, not going to be – that could be a long – All I know is San Antonio is south. And then okay. Houston is northeast of mm-hmm. San Antonio. That's all I know. Okay. All right. Yep. You heard it there from your Texas that's all I know. I know where Denton is. I don't know where uh, Frisco I think, is. Is Denton like northwest? It's north of Dallas. It's like yeah, it's north, north of Dallas by 45 minutes. Love it. Okay. I like that pick. Uh, plus 115 is the value that I have it at. Um, plus two and a half is, could be the points I have down. Miami is a two and a half point favorite, Miami of Ohio. So give me North Texas. Uh, JP. 
Yeah, well, let me just reassess my stuff after, you know, people are just looking off my screen and all that bullshit. <laughs> but it's not that big of a deal. I'm not mad about it. Um, if you look at the 27th, this will be the day before Schaefer's game that he mentioned. And the first Monday after Christmas, Boston College and East Carolina. Now, I, if you remember right, this is a Boston College team I was very high on. That was before uh, Dracovic got hurt in the middle of the year. Ever since coming back, he's kind of been, you know, hasn't been himself and I'm looking at this ECU team, to be honest with you, that has put up points the entire year, played in a good American. I still think the American is a good conference. And it, you just kind of look around and you see and feel how everything's going. This is a three-point dog. This is a team that's going to be hungry to play a um, team from a Power 5 conference. They can put up points. They've had competition. They've played in every game. Boston College has lost to Florida State and Wake. Excuse me, and continue with or in consecutive weeks they've also lost to Syracuse Louisville and just they, you know what I mean like this hasn't been the year that Boston College wanted now do I am I going to read this incorrectly and it's going to be like let's finish the year on a good note maybe but I'll take my chances with three in East Carolina who's having a I would say above average year for that program and where they've been the last couple of years so give me the Pirates East Carolina is seven and three against the spread in their last 10 too that a baby Reese there it is he's back Bye, okay <laughs> uh Reese, do you have uh, – Are you? can you give us a play? Nope. 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 Wow. Okay, up to the shape again. I can't. I can Sorry, people. Sorry, well, Mark. fellas, I know you guys won't be watching the NBA basketball on Saturday, which is a shame. So I'm going to give you a pick so you can watch a game. I'm going to give you Georgia State minus the six against Ball State. We're fading the MAC teams again. I think – this is a perfect opportunity for MAC teams to go uh, winless in bowl season. I just think that <laughs> Georgia State's been ripping through the second half of their season. Um, they've won six of the last seven. We saw what they did against Auburn. They easily could have won that game. This is a team that can do multiple things offensively. They can run the ball consistently for 225 passing yard, or yards per game. And they can. we also know that Georgia State's a team that can throw the football. They're, this is an offense that loves to get up and down. Ball State kind of living high off of their uh, fluke of a season last year, is the conference championship. Hey, man, it's not fluke. There's no asterisk. Yeah, well. You're talking about flukes? <laughs> Indiana. That's a yeah, fluke yeah. Okay, keep going. No, but I, I – so I think that this Ball State team is vastly overrated. I think Georgia State's going to have a heyday with them. Um, so I, I'm going to – give me Georgia State here minus the six. Is that Cornelius Brown and the boys? No, I don't believe Cornelius played. I've watched Georgia State a couple times this year. He's not the quarterback for him. I uh, could not name you the quarterback. It tells you how much Georgia State football I've watched this year. <laughs> yeah, not much. I remember for some reason, they were, I have enough to know that he isn't the starter. So They were a feature team on every podcast last year, if you remember. Yep. Whether yep. we're betting them or betting against them. We're betting against them because remember how bad their pass defense was? Yeah, but we bet on them one week, and we were like, they can't get a stop. We can't get a stop. And now it's like that began the fade trade, so – that's an yeah. interesting way to look at, like, I can't believe six points, though. Is that, like, are they looking at, like, the MAC is just that bad? I think I think move? that – It yeah, started at three I and a half. I think, yeah, Ball State's not a very good team. I think people are starting to figure that out. Ball State's bad. I am in agreement with that one as well. Um, I will take the next pick, and I'm going to stay on the MAC fade train. Give me Nevada plus seven. Um, I'm not really sure why they're a seven-point underdog. Western Michigan. Bill Carson's strong. It doesn't matter. I still think they're that much better of a team. 
they have much across the board better talent and anytime they've been an underdog this year and i've taken them um they've played up to the hype so give me nevada plus seven i think that's too many points and i think there's too much talent around the field even with the outages that nevada is having that they keep it within seven points so i love that and uh, Western Michigan is not very good. Um, a team that people were high on when they started four and one, and then they dropped four straight in a very, very average conference that's kind of getting exposed that we keep touching on tonight. Um, so give me Nevada. JP. Yeah, I mean, this is one I'm kind of leaning at, and I've looked at quite a bit. Air Force plus one and a half against Louisville. Um, you know, does Malik Cunningham care to play this game? Does Louisville care to play this game? They've been up and down a ton. Air Force has been solid the entire year. Uh, at nine and three, they're eight and four ATS. They were in a battle in overtime with Army, or they'd have ten wins. Like I just, I look at this and I'm thinking, you know, an air or a service academy team usually comes out and plays games hard. Louisville doesn't defend the run very well. Air Force runs for ready three hundred and forty rush yards per game, which is absolutely bonkers. That is a hundred yards more than Iowa off or average per game on total offense. If you remember right, that's how bad we were on offense this year. And they played pretty good defense. The, the problem is going to be no – What? With what? Spencer, no way. Oh, yeah. I mean, it happened. Believe it, Reese. Things happened when you were gone, and that was one of them. Petrus, <laughs> feeling it. Down, out of bounds. <laughs> God. Um, but Louisville runs the ball really well with Malik Cunningham. I mean, they are just an explosive offense, but they're also very prone to – you know, shooting themselves in the foot, hurting themselves in different ways. They have turnover issues, and Air Force has shown the ability to defend the run. So I think I'd like the idea of probably just the money line if it's going to be plus one and a half in that situation. And that's Tuesday, December 28th at 2.15 Central Time. I was just say Louisville hasn't also beaten a single team this year. Their best win, you could arguably say, is a six-win Boston College team. Uh, Duke, Florida State. I mean, UCF is very average. Eastern that was Kentucky. a great game, though. It was a good game. Syracuse, they haven't beaten anybody this year. NC State, Clemson, Kentucky, they've all handled them, all really good teams. So, yeah, they haven't gotten over the hump, and this is an Air Force team that you can't really mess with. Love yeah. it. Okay. Um, keep going, JP. you have any more info on that game? You know, with that game, I don't have much more. I do have one that I think you guys might touch on, so I won't say anything. Okay, let's go to Schaefer then. Okay, I am going to go another favorite. I'm going to go Mississippi State minus the nine and a half against Whoa. Texas Tech. Oh, my Tech. God. Yeah, ton of, points, ton of points in a bowl game. A uh, lot to be worried about. However, there's just a lot um, incentive, I think, on honestly both sides. But there's no way I don't think Mike Leach gets his boys – not doesn't get his boys ready for – his old team. I mean, I don't think he's played Texas Tech since he's departed. This is this has got to be a big game for Leach, and I know his goofy ass is just gonna try to like distract it with some weird comments and some off-bar comments that just don't make any sense. But this is a Mississippi State team that's got a really good defense, and Texas Tech has got a quarterback in Donovan Smith that's only played, I believe, two games, three games. I think he played – oh, yeah, he played in that Iowa State game was his first game, the Oklahoma State game, where he hey, didn't man, play well Maybe he's good all. luck for the kicker. Yeah, well, the yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't think Did they can – Did you hear about that one? What? <laughs> Did you hear about the Iowa State-Texas Tech game? Ah. That one hurt. Uh, that one longest kick hurt. in MV- FBS history to beat us. 
63 oh, yards. Oh. 63 oh. yards. <laughs> 63 yards to beat us. Get your heart out, Rodrigo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, let's, get off, let's not get off topic. Uh, you can feel the pain. The, yeah, yeah. There's so, so many. You watch pull. it fly in the air for that long, you're like, That's, that, that looks good. That looks good. Dude, looks good. it oh, looked good. Fuck, it's good. Look, it looked good from 70, Reese. Yeah, he, it, it looked good from 70. Bomb. And then he missed one, what, a week or two later? Yeah, from the like la- last game of the year, they had a chance to go into overtime against Baylor, shanked a fucking 50-yarder. Yeah, uh, <laughs> wins wins Big Twelve kicker of the year. Nice, Indeed. awesome. Hey, yeah. none of those matter. Let's be honest. Postseason awards are Let's trash. Have a grudge against Iowa State. Matt Campbell didn't recruit him. So, anyways, I think that's what it was. I I like I like Mississippi State to win this game by fourteen points. Uh, this is Columbia's last game. Sonny Cumbie's last game before he goes to Louisiana Tech. Uh, just found that out tonight that he was the one to take the Louisiana Tech job. Thought that was no. I thought you guys saw that. No, I did not. Um, I thought I said yeah. it to you guys. So, Go Texas Tech kind of r- looking to roll over to a new era. Maybe they want to send Cumbie out on a good note, but I think Mississippi State's going to be ready to go. So, Bulldogs are 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six, and Texas Tech is 1-5 against the spread in their last six against the SEC. So, oh that's, all fucking need. Up, that's all I fucking need, knocking. Reese. <laughs> also, over looks good because it's 4-0 for the Bulldogs' last neutral site games and bowl games. Ooh. And the overs eight and one in Texas Tech's last nine games. Oh, fire me up, Reese. So, Numbers. We need. You're looking it. for stuff. Mm. Maybe you want to do those little same game parlay. Little uh, numbers don't lie. Take the, take the points and then take the over. We need him. We. This is why we need you, Reese. Let's. Uh, I love it. Okay, uh, JP. We'll jump to you. I want to get Wait, to you your go. pick. You I don't. Want... I'm doing some math real quick. Okay, I just didn't want to jack your pick and then. No. So be it, and so forth. I take it. He's um, still gonna it's a lean. It's a heavy lean. I haven't clicked the place button yet. Um, I'm looking at West Virginia plus four and a half. I'm not a massive believer um, in the Minnesota team. I think when the moment got big anytime this year, they kind of flew under the radar going eight and four. Um, they had some bigger wins, but West Virginia, you got to remember, this is a team that can put up points. It's a team that fights. It's a team that cares. I don't think it's a team that is going to roll over in a bowl game. So I think four and a half points, I feel pretty comfortable there. Even if Minnesota wins by a field goal, we're still good to go. So um, give me West Virginia plus four and a half, heavy lean. Um, I, it would take a lot for somebody to tell me otherwise. JP. I was doing the math, and Reese was talking about overs and unders, and he has his hand up right now. I'm going to go to Reese. Reese? I would say, would, would, would saying that the Mountaineers are 3-13 and 13 against the spread in their last 16 bowl games, would that affect your lean? That ain't going to do it for me. Can affect mine because I have a lane and, and it the is. Golfers are five and zero. Oh. Yeah, my, everybody oh, stop. I want on this. Let me say my stat before I forget it. All right. If I am getting correct information from this website, I am using the over is nine and two, right now in bowl games. Nine and two. A lot of points. That is incredible. So okay. that was my um, two cents worth. I didn't want to forget the numbers there. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Dave. I was just going to say, well, we kind of got off track of the game itself, but I'm going to go back and do it. I'm going to go with Minnesota. Um, I do think that – sorry, I didn't want you to take my next pick, Shafe, like you have the last couple times. Uh, I do like Minnesota here. I actually liked them when I first saw this matchup. I thought it was a bad matchup for West Virginia. Um, Minnesota truly has a good defense when you look at it. They played well the entire year. I know people are – the first thing and only thing they're going to think about when they think Minnesota football is the first game against Ohio State. Uh, if you remember right, they were in that game before Ibrahim popped that Achilles and ha- legitimately had a chance to win it. It felt like they were never out of it till that point. 
Um, Minnesota has run the football really well, even with him out. And if you just look at what one team does well and one team does not do, right? West Virginia does not run the football very well. They're pretty good at passing. They're, uh, you know, in the top 50 in the FBS. Minnesota is number four in total defensive yards given up, number eight with only 100 yards given up on the ground per game. And West Virginia can only run for about 120 per game. They also only give up 18 points a game, and West Virginia puts up 26. Um, West Virginia does not take the football away. Minnesota does not turn it over. So you just look at matchups and things like that. Running for 195 yards a game at Minnesota is just – I think that's really good. I think that's a Big Ten team that just wants to hit you in the mouth and keep going that way. And we've kind of seen West Virginia become that and then go away from it and then just struggle offensively. So I want this number to come down, even though I think it started lower. Um, but I do like Minnesota here. Just jumped to five, by the way. It's five live right now. Fuck. All right. I would stay I'm with JP on this one. I'm going to go Minnesota. I just think that other than the Iowa State game, West Virginia's offense just hasn't shown up this year. I think Minnesota has just has a huge offensive line. And with Morgan at quarterback, what is this? This has got to be his last game, his last hoorah. You know, he wants to send P.J. Fleck out on a good note. Flex got, I think he's won four bowl games in a row in his career too at Minnesota. Minnesota did beat Auburn last year as an underdog in a game. No one gave him a chance in too. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, I just think that in defensively, they're going to give West Virginia a lot of problems with a team that just can't run the ball or do anything that well anyways. So also Schaefer, he's coming back. Morgan's coming back. Of course he For is. His he's, sixth year. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So <laughs> he he looks like a college is fun, guy. man. Yeah. yeah, he's actually uh, he's a doctor. Just kidding, I don't know, but a lot of people go to school for seven years, Reese. You're called doctors. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. what what was the movie, Schaefer? Parks? Anybody else? Tommy yeah, boy. else can name that movie? There, yeah, That's Tommy, Tommy boy. Yeah. boy. I hope you guys can name that. Come yeah. on, man. Did I catch a niner in there? Were you calling from a walkie-talkie? <laughs> Sometimes I gotta throw Schaefer a bone when he can when he knows the movie. So I let him eat that one up. Okay, uh, Schaefer, it is your pick. That was my last. That was my last lean. Uh, the first three picks were picks that I'll give you guys, but Minnesota's a lean for me, so that's it. Besides, like I said, uh, West Virginia's a lean. I'm still probably I'm leaning that way. I understand we're on different sides. I'm okay with it. I feel like this West Virginia team's gonna show up. Just a gut feeling. It could be wrong. So let's say I, I do have more plays, just not uh, college basketball or college football. I mean, maybe related. you think about laying eight and a half with a Hawaii team that's playing at home against a Memphis team that maybe, you know, just like, holy shit, we're going to Hawaii for a bowl game. That's awesome. And you're giving Hawaii eight and a half who's they've put up an, like they beat Fresno state this year. They've been hard outs for teams. And now you're sending a team from Tennessee down there to play them. You know? I mean, Memphis, you're also looking at a team that honestly in the grand scheme of things probably shouldn't be bowl eligible. No, like that Mississippi that's state very game. Quick. That Mississippi State game was kind of a gift, a God-given gift to them, and this team is six and six, so um, a team that probably shouldn't be there. So I don't hate that. Actually, I like that pick. So if that's a lean, I would take the Hawaii plus eight and a half. Give me the Rainbow Those, Warriors. Yeah, great logo, all-time logo. What okay. a great name. Dude, it is a great I kinda, name. I kind of wish, like, I love their branding and like how it looks, like the H. But if they could incorporate, you know, like the rainbow aspect to it, like without. I don't know. The throwback rainbow stuff doesn't do it for me as much. Like, I think it's a little too cheesy, but if you could work it in somehow, I think you could make some sick stuff down there. Not that they don't have great stuff already, but 
I think they have like baseball uniforms with like a light green, white lettering, orange outline. Like, you know, incorporate some colors of the rainbow here. Roy G. Biv, you get what I'm saying? Picking up what I'm laying down. You don't understand, uh, or like maybe not not understanding, but like you don't yeah, think stupid. that the UH with the rainbow behind it that throw like you don't think that logo is good enough or what? No, I don't think it's good. Good. That's a good point. I don't think it's good enough. Okay. I think it could be better. That's fair. They got, um, I'm looking up their baseball jerseys right now. That one, they got a clean one. And as we're on the uniform topic, I will bring it up, JP. Next year, Arizona State plays Oklahoma State. Oh, That's an all-time uniform game. Time out. Where? Ooh, that's helmet. Uh, at Oklahoma State. I'm in. I'll go. I mean, September 10th. It's an early one. I mean, Schaefer. Not hanging out with Jordan on September 10th. Not a chance. <laughs> Not a fucking chance. I mean, what's significant about September 10th? I don't know. That's got to be the weekend of the Iowa State game, and it always is. Maybe it's not this year. Things change. It is week two, in fact, so you're yeah, probably right. Yeah. But if you really – I mean, I'll go. So, if we, if we I'm go. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, it's an all-time uniform game. I just thought I'd bring it up. Okay, let's move on. Schaefer, give us another – oh, you have all I'll the college there. basketball picks. Uh, not college <laughs> basketball. Yep, September basketball. 10th. September 10th. Damn it. Yep. Well, can't confirm. That's tough. That is tough. Okay, JP, do you have another pick? I don't. I think I, for this little segment of bowl games we're looking at, I think I'm good there. Um, maybe laying seven with UCF. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Okay, fair, fair. We give a lot of picks. There's a lot of games. They're kind of spread out throughout the week, so you'll have to go back and kind of track of where we were at. We bounced around. Uh, but let's jump to other picks in other sports. Free board, free open fit field to say whatever you want um, and pick up with whatever you want um, over the next week, Schaefer. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, so this is how dumb the basketball is. So there aren't lines out for, like, uh, Thursday games, but, of course, the Christmas Day games have spreads out. I just say any advice would be to beware. Uh, it, it, the Nets currently have eight guys on their roster, and I honestly couldn't tell you who is playing and who's not. Um, the Lakers are, look like they're a one-point favorite or pick them at home. Uh, LeBron just went down with an ankle injury last night. He played through it, but um, AD's been out, ton of injuries there, and then you got the Nets COVID-related. That just seems like a game to me that I would stay away. Uh, one game that I think I do like is Milwaukee minus the seven at home uh, against Boston. I think that Milwaukee poses a lot of different offensive threats that, frankly, the Celtics just don't have. Uh, the the Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Robert Williams starting lineup just doesn't appeal to me. I think the, the Bucks could easily take control of that at home with a rocking. It's, you, you get one atmosphere for a regular season game a year, and it's Christmas Day and then the playoffs start. And those are when the home crowd is at its best. So that's just something to think about. Uh, and then – Really, the other game that kind of sticks to sticks out would be Phoenix against Golden State. I don't know if I have a play in that right now. It's three, three and a half. Uh, Phoenix is favored. Uh, both teams seem healthy, COVID related and injury related wise. Um, I don't think Clay Thompson is going to play yet. Uh, but Phoenix, they're both super hot teams right now. I would just more or less probably lean Golden State because Steph Curry on Christmas. Uh, Christmas Day doesn't get much better than that. And I think on the national spotlight, he's going to just light it up. But this is a really good Suns team, so nothing would surprise me at that point. But I'm going to go 
Bucks minus the seven and Golden State plus the three and a half. Love it. Schaefer, I'm going to put an NBA prop on you. Um, sort of a me NBA prop. And you just tell me dumb waste of money donation or maybe um, Draymond Green tomorrow, tonight against Memphis to make one three-pointer plus 150. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a hit or miss every game. I mean, I don't I mean, even – Neither win or lose. That's a my... great point. No, wait, that's a great point. Either he makes one or he doesn't. That's facts. It's that's what I'm saying. We just need one. Um, we just need it's hit one. or miss. Remember when we needed like seven from Steph Curry one night and he shot 28 and he made three of them? <laughs> Dude, I, but he made – no, he made like six, remember? Here, here, we needed them and then the team parts. to win. Here's something to look at. And I love, I love player props. I think they're awesome because you can go – players – I mean, you know, we're all athletes. When you're hot, you're hot. And when you're not, it just – Hey, look speak for yourself. What, I'm not an athlete. Look what they're doing and how they're Retired. playing the games recently. Here's Draymond's stats the last couple of games. He hasn't shot the ball very much. He shot 11 shots. So he's against, due? He shot 11 times. He's just got to get open and transition one time and knock it down. It's not that hard. Against <laughs> the king. Listen, just listen. He got 11 shots up against the Kings the other night. He took only two three-pointers. Ever since 50%. then, he – the most he took in a game was six shots, not threes, six shots. The most threes he's taken over the last 10 games is three. He was 0-3 that night. He yep. was one well, of two. You ever heard of one for one? He was one of two against Sacramento. He was 0-3 against the uh, Celtics. He was one of one against the Knicks. He was 0-1 against the Pacers. So what I'm telling you, Parks, is he's, he's going to take, take one three. And That'd it's be the just, most electric it, bet ever. He just get one he, shot. He, he, you better be glued to that TV because you cannot look away. He might get two. He might get up two. But you're probably guaranteed one three-point attempt. So He's due is what it sounds like. <laughs> that entire time I'm thinking this guy is <laughs> All it takes is one. The All most electric two seconds in basketball. <laughs> that's, probably right, that's probably right behind betting on the first basket. That's just, that's just great for five seconds. Yeah, it's like the most electrifying bet because you do the whole pregame shit. Like you're watching, like, welcome to TNT Thursday. You watch the tip off, all the people dab <laughs> each other up like they haven't seen each other in the last week. And then all of a sudden, it's in, it's over, and you lost most of the time. So <laughs> that's just how it rolls. That's a great bet. So I, I might sprinkle a little dirt. That would be kind of fun. That's a fun bet. That's a fun bet. Well, because you probably, you got to watch the whole game, though. That's not like the first basket. Like, you got to stick with it. You got to watch Draymond, see if he's got any open looks, see what he gets. Well, Love Shoot it. the ball, Draymond. Back up. Yeah, see, <laughs> hockey's on pause, so I got nothing else to do. Um, yeah, I, it's I, kind of been boring, man. I can't come home and watch the hey, puck. How are my How are my cracking doing? Uh, not <laughs> <They're good>. awful. <laughs> I thought thought new teams are supposed to be good. I thought that's yeah, what the they NHL didn't does. Draft like Vegas did. No, they, they broke they broke that streak. That's for damn sure. It's our record. Not good. Not good. Yeah. No. The last ten. They're under 500. We're 10 and 17? Yeah. They're We're dead awful. last in our division. The fuck are we doing? They're awful. They didn't draft to win right now, man. You got to wait a couple years like regular fans. That's such shit. They are not good. Um, hottest team in hockey or best team in hockey right now is the Minnesota Wild Race. I'd say it's COVID. Yeah, COVID is the hottest in hockey right now. They, they said nope. And nine. Yeah, no, they're good as fuck. Wild are... Up there, Tampa Bay. They've lost there. four. They've lost four straight, though. It says probably yeah, one of them was to the Stars. Predators have uh, won seven straight. Yeah, that's that's insane. Oh, I did not think the Predators were going to be good. 
Um, but you're no, also looking no, but I, Can I give you guys uh, – oh, I got some NFL picks, but you guys go ahead. I'll give you some later, though. No, let's jump to the NFL. I like it. A little transfer out of the hockey talk. We don't know what's going on. Well, there's no hockey talk, man. We got to sit here and for pausing, and it's BS, and I just want to watch a little puck. Yeah, that's true. No, it's great. Pucks on nets. And if you didn't know this, Reese, um, I don't know if you did know this, but since hockey started, ESPN Plus is the full carrier of hockey, so all the games are on there. Oh. It's fantastic. Yeah, you can watch a lot more hockey now. It's one of the best things ESPN has ever done. Only that would make it better is if their app didn't suck off. I still end up watching the Blackhawks broadcast and stuff like that instead of like the national one, just because it's so much better. Like, oh well, don't get me wrong. The ESPN Plus broadcast that they do, if they like pick a game, is fucking brutal. And no bueno. Yeah, it is brutal. I just wait for Biz and the TNT boys every Wednesday night. That's always good to watch. Those dudes are hilarious. Yeah, Biz is on TNT now. I didn't know if you knew that, Reese. No shit. That's yeah. sick. It's hilarious. He literally sits next to Wayne Gretzky. And they just berate Biz for like dude. Two hours. <laughs> I I was listening to Spin Chicklets the other week, and I was he, they had me cackling like they just I don't know how people can just for Biz. Like that. for Biz. It's pretty funny, but yeah, I mean, and the NHL is not going to the Olympics anymore, which is I oh, think yeah, we I all kind of saw coming. Um, probably the smart move because if any of them get COVID over there, they're over there for fifteen days in quarantine before they can come out or come back. Something like that. It's a lot. But of it's time. just the NHL. It's still. Yeah. Happening. So they'll probably send like, you know, juniors or AHLers and stuff like that. And the way it's going to work is they're announcing the USA team that will play during the winter classic in Minnesota on the first. And if I'm being honest, if I'm an AHLer, I don't know if I'm that interested in going because with COVID is over, over here, you're going to get your chance to bump up and play some big time hockey too here. No shit. That's very true. The taxi squad's going to be back yeah. real quick. That's what um, I'm saying. Like, I, was, I don't know if you guys have paid attention. Like, Take the taxi squad in NHL and then make that 100 times worse than the NBA. Have you seen what like the NBA has done? Like, no. like Joe Ever, Johnson. You know this one league is paused and the other isn't. I understand that. But like Joe Johnson – and, like, Lance Stevenson are getting 10-day contracts. Joe Johnson, isn't he overseas elite royalty? Like, these old fuckers are getting 10-day contracts. No, that's – I thought that was Joe Johnson. No, are you talking about the guy in China? No. Holy, what? Who are you talking about? How do we get to China? Who's the one guy from the NBA that was, like – that's, like, a a god in China? Jimmer Fredette? No. I I don't know. I don't know. Who's Delonte this? West or something like that? Delonte. Delonte's homeless. Jeremy Lin? I don't know, dude. It's some, it's Jeremy some, Lin? What? It's some Stephon random guy. Ma- Stephon like a, Marbury? Man, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> How do you get Stephon Marbury out of – He <laughs> said it. Did he even have his own shoe? Yeah, he had a great store. Those yeah, were sick clean. back in the day. I remember it was called Starberries. Yes. And they had their oh. like blue. Yeah, I, Goog- I Google Stefan Mar- Marbury, the first one that comes up, Stefan Mar- Mar- Marbury, China. Words. Yeah, he, he was really Big good overseas. Over yeah. I'm just okay. saying, Joe Johnson was a TBT legend because he's still playing in that every year. Yeah. Well, no, but that's just what I'm saying. These old, these old fucking dudes are getting a bunch of. Uh, 10-day contract. So it's just been – it's been really interesting. It's going to get kind of ugly. I, I like how the NBA isn't pausing. I think that either you forfeit or you move on or something, but I don't know. It's it's, it's interesting. It's like, or Shafe, I'm going to be honest with you. When there's millions of dollars at stake and your product on the ice is probably 
getting followed more than it ever has, putting it on pause for three days when you have a whole Olympics window that you already accounted for, I think is okay. You know what I mean? So like the NHL had already accounted for what a month almost parks for the Olympics ish. So what would have happened if they had done that? Would they have had to pause the season? They would have. Yes. They, oh, they pause, they They, pause the season. They account for it within the schedule. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. And so now they all have that, all that extra time to, you know, try to get COVID out of these teams and relax. By the way, like, I was reading stats and you know how like they're always updating like percentage of this league vaccinated and blah, blah, blah. It's like a hundred, like near 90 some percent in the NHL. It's like, it's crazy to think how that has like, like they got vaccinated and it still hits them one out. And it's like, it's still spreading like crazy. Like that's unbelievable. It doesn't really surprise me. I mean, I don't fucking know. Sorry. So Speaking of which, look at this this tweet that I saw today. It's hilarious. It says, Joe Johnson is signing a 10-day contract with the Celtics and is expected to play tonight versus the Cavs. A guy quote tweets it, quote tweets it and goes, imagine getting a call on your couch and goes, yo, you want to you hoop tomorrow versus the Cavs? <laughs> <laughs> like in a pickup game at the nearest line. Yeah. You trying to go to the Y tomorrow? Yeah, you want to play tomorrow? Dude, <laughs> you want to go, I, I go play at the Garden? <laughs> I miss playing uh, like pickup basketball places. Like it'd kick your ass, like you know, knock the wind out of you. But it's so much fun. Good for you, yeah. Hey, also, real shit. Army might cover. Um, yeah, I know. I've been watching this off and on. They're battling. Yeah, they are. In well, they're up four. Here. Yeah, they are up. Um, okay, Go Army. Shaver. <laughs> yeah, the, we have we have a real belief in that now. Like we actually have a stake of what to believe in. So uh, thanks, Reese. Okay, let's go to Shaver for the NFL. Okay, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna go Saturday night. Um, couple of good games on Saturday not biased there at all let's go the first one I think why the Colts play on Saturday all the time prime time baby there's no other teams in Indiana that can play football yeah I mean I it doesn't take offense to me but no I'm just saying that's I mean (laughs) anyway that's where most of the loyalty is is to the NFL team in that state yeah uh Green Bay minus the seven and a half they are hosting Cleveland. That's a lot for an NFL game, but the public's heavy on it, and I kind of tend to agree. Uh, Green Bay is easily the hottest team in football right now. I think they're my my favorite to win the Super Bowl at this point. And that makes me sick to my stomach. But it, well, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Rodgers, they're playing well right now. That was a hell of a win at Baltimore last weekend. I think that Cleveland is just—they're really worn down by COVID. I'm pretty sure Baker's still not playing. Uh, and Cleveland's had a disappointing season, and they're not good on the road. So Christmas Day in Lambeau Field. Hopefully it snows. That's just a recipe for an ass kicking out of Green Bay. So I like that pick. Um, I've given you a couple Colts picks this year. I do like the Colts. It is a pick Saturday night at Arizona. Arizona is coming off of uh, not a good uh, law or a bad loss last weekend. They're very, very average at home. They're 2-4 and four at home. This is kind of the time of the year where we've seen this time and time again with Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray and company. They just continue to slow down and underperform, especially when December rolls around and you're getting Indianapolis, who's coming off an all-time win. I mean, we haven't had that big of a win in years. So the playoff hunt is looking dead, looking at us dead in the eyes. And if Tennessee loses Thursday night, you know Indianapolis is going to be ready to go Saturday night. So I do like that. 
play as well. Colts are five and one ATS on the road this year. There we this, go. This just, this just feels like the ultimate NFL. One team had a great week, the other did not have a good week. Now they play each other, and <laughs> you know what I mean. Like this is like the ultimate game to me to be like, this is what should happen if we're reading into things, but this is probably what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Oh, it wouldn't surprise me if fucking Kyle, Kyler Murray throws for 900 yards and we lose the game. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Schaefer, how saying. do you feel about – I feel either way the game goes, I think over 49 is good. Good. I like over 49. Why? You're saying a guy can score for, throw for 900 yards or you're going to win the game? You don't think the well, guy can put up if it's a if it's 900 a Colts yards and it's 6-3. Well, yeah. if it's a Colt – no, if it's a Colts win, the game's going under, I think, because we're going to control the ball. We're going to force turnovers. Oh, going to work. Yeah, we're, we're going to just shoot clock and try to keep that offense off the field. So I think if the Colts win, it's going to be an underplay. But, but what about yeah. last week? They did the same thing where you're looking at, well, what was the final score of that, 27-17? Yeah, is that an over? No, that's 44, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the line was for that last week. I'm just, I, I just don't know. I hope Jonathan Taylor has a big day because I have – You also got to remember, Parks, we had one 70-yard run and a block punt. So, and the 70-yard run is pretty much what sealed the deal. So Yeah, exactly. So you're saying over 49, Arizona has to win the game. Yes, so I'm playing – I would play the under if I'm you. Oh, so we're playing Arizona money line and over. That's that's what I was smelling. You guys, if you guys uh, like losing, I suppose you can do that. That's such a bias. Speaking thing of losing, Denver season just went down the drain last week. <laughs> oh yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> relax. We're in the best, one of the best in football, and we lost our quarterback to a concussion. The poor guy's been knocked out more than any yeah, professional. Yeah, my girlfriend, but she's like, she's oh, like, yeah. uh, what did she say? She's like, football's so dangerous. You look at, did you see Teddy last week? I go. All right, relax. This is like the ninth time he's done this in his career. That fucker has made a glass. Do you think if you it's get knocked out in football, not his bones. Do you think if you get knocked out in football, you're more prone to get knocked out later on? I think it's the way you play. Like Teddy Bridgewater is an injury prone player. Timeout. Like he had two hits against him that were flagged that knocked him out. And then this one was just weird. Like it didn't look like Ramble he faster. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like that's Just all don't let him tackle you. Protect yourself. <laughs> that's a, all three very Schaefer, good points. He did. He did. Like the, not this one, but the ones prior. He slid and got knocked out. Why don't they wear something. one of those big old practice it. helmet covers with the pads? They should let that him. That ain't gonna help. <laughs> because it's off your recoil and hitting the ground. Well, quit it's hitting the, the ground. The Get the rid of the ball. <laughs> Throw the ball out quicker. Keep Get your head down. Three step drop. Let it fly. Then you don't you're get gonna, hit. You're going to break your neck. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll break, I'll break your neck. Your neck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to movie lines. But, oh, my God, speaking of knockouts. there. I was going to say another thing. Oh. I think there's three There's three or four pick in the NFL this weekend. So, I, something to yeah, look let's, at. Let's, let's, let's talk about the, uh, the Jets and Jag. That's going to be a hell of a game. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not say we the Jets. Two and 12. Yeah, Jets, Jets are Jets. There's no way the Jags are winning that football game. So I, I, I'm looking at this and Thursday night, I think it'll be a really good game. So tonight, um, San Francisco and Tennessee, San Fran playing really good football right now. Uh, as good as anybody in all honesty. Um, I, not that I'd like to play this game. I just think it's going to be a really good one to watch. Uh, a lot of fun. And then I look at, um, a rematch after one of the craziest weather games of all time. 
New England hosting Buffalo. Right now, a two-and-a-half point line. And you look at where these two teams are. Um, Buffalo needs to start winning football games if they got, you know, they want to solidify themselves in the playoff picture. New England's still fighting to kind of be within that top four seeds. If you look at, um, I don't know, I, I was looking at like how that game played out and what happened and how the ability for New England to run the football that day kind of worked out for them. Now they have the ability. That's all to they did. Up. What? I say that's all. That's all they that's did. What I'm saying. They threw the ball nine times. The ability to run the football when they needed to or had no choice. And now they have the ability to get out of play action pass and work things around a Mac Jones. that didn't have a very good week last week. You have bell Belichick who would have the ability to reset a guy, um, get him calmed down, bring their team back to, you know, um, I don't can't think of the word, but like back to where they're supposed to be back to, you know, level and everything like that. So I like the Patriots at two and a half at home. I'm not a Patriots guy. I truly do not like Patriots fans like any of them because Majority of them in the Midwest were born in 2000 and never seen pain in their life. So, but I do like them two and a half. Okay. Love it. How do we feel? I don't like it in the favor of my team. Rams Vikings three. That scares me because the offensive line in Minnesota, not very good defensive line in Los Angeles who just got Vaughn back. I don't know. I don't like that matchup. I don't know. It feels like one of those Minnesota games where they win, where they're not supposed to, and then they'll lose when they're not. That's what I was thinking. I was like, this this feels like a game that it's like in Minneapolis, and it's such a big deal because a good team's coming in that it's like, could it happen? Yeah, it's possible. This is just this is a really bad spot for LA to lose. This is why, but that's why I think they're gonna come out with this one. I don't know. Did you watch the Vikings on Monday night? They have the worst offense in the fucking world. They're in the but hunt. You know right? Actually, sorry, no. they have the second worst. The Bears are the worst. They just played the worst one. Vikes are in the hunt. <laughs> they are. They are in the hunt. Everybody's in the hunt this year. Yeah. So it's impossible not There's to be. Four double-digit spreads for next weekend. Yep. A lot yeah. of bad football teams in the Chargers, league. Texas. Four double-digit spreads and there's two pickems, three pickems. Game of the week is Lions Falcons. That's unbelievably a bad game. Um, but the Lions did win again. The Lions. You know who the Lions beat first, Reese? The Vikes. Yep. Last second touchdown was electrifying. Goal Vikings. Hey, take the Lions because the Falcons are 0-5 against the spread at home. Ooh. Hear that? Interesting. They're terrible on Mercedes-Benz. They're also 0-5 at or home. No, that's not Mercedes-Benz. That's just no, Mercedes. That's Ford. That's Ford. I, I was going to say my no, last pick would be uh, Kansas City. Minus the seven at home. Uh, primetime game against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's offense is just fucking abysmal. Are you and, just yeah. saying that because you're picking on Big Ben? I mean, he's part of the problem, so kind of. And I think Kansas City's defense is finally coming into its own. And that offense is – I mean, they're starting to figure it out, and people are not really paying attention that they've won what? They've won six in a row or something like that. So they're getting oh, I'm hot. I'm paying attention. The, Don't worry. They're getting hot at the right time, and Pittsburgh – they're, they're so vastly overrated. So, and they're not good on the road. They're two and four on the road. So, I feel like Big Ben is like turning into like the Ron Jeremy of football, like just an absolute legend of the game. But you just like don't want to see him fall, but there's just what? no other option than him falling. Right? Wow. I, I mean, I'm not sure if I follow that, but yeah. I was there for it. Yeah. What do you mean? 
don't know how you, I don't know how you compare Big Ben to a porn star and want him to fall. Like <laughs> they're both uh, legends of the game. Never in my fall. life was I like wanting Ron Jeremy to like fail. No, I'm not saying know. we want him to fail. No, I'm saying we're what watching him is, fall. What you're saying is, is you did want Ron Jeremy to retire so you could continue to watch his product. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, that. I'm saying I wasn't a legend uh, of we the game. We weren't. We weren't around to see Ron uh, Jeremy just decline hey, in his hey, in his skill level. Maybe it's Thursday mean? night, Ron Jeremy video just came he's out. Still, and I gotta he's watch. Still, <laughs> he's still pumping. The guy's still packing. <laughs> yep. But I'm saying they're both legends of the game, and we are watching the fall of them in front of us. So it's like, ah. Uh, but mm. ben, end of the day, Ben Roethlisberger is Ron Jeremy in football yep. form. And you yeah. guys, sorry, babe, cancel the reservations. New videos out. Yeah. Ron, Ron just dropped a new one. <laughs> he's not dropping anything new. He's directing. <laughs> And he's changing. He's a legend of the game. So respect on his name and respect on Ben Roethlisberger, even though Pittsburgh's offense is pretty bad. Um, okay, any other NFL points? Oh, man, I just think once we get down this stretch to just the playoffs, I'm interested to see how the playoffs work and how much that first buy matters uh, uh, compared to like years past where you had two teams with one. Now you only have one. I think it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out just with an extended season and things like that. And especially you had extended season and now you're dealing with COVID even more. It feels like they're working against each other pretty heavily in that fashion, but should be interesting. Um, college basketball wise, Schaefer, I don't know kind of what you're thinking for the weekend, if you have anything, but hey, I have been getting into it a little more and more. And I've, if we remember when we talked to um, Will, Willie Betts last year, talking about how the smaller market you know, non-power conferences, those basketball games were, you know, easier to bet just because the lines weren't fluctuating as much and things like that. I mean, I'd say 90% of my bets are not in the power conferences. Well, I was just going to say there's no picks out of me because they're kind of taking a Christmas break and there's no, really no games for at least another five days or so. Um, And with COVID this last week, shit is just hitting the fan because you're getting games that are, put together literally in days like tonight uh western kentucky played kentucky and western kentucky was going in was a i believe a single digit uh underdog and they've been playing really well but kentucky just came out and smacked them hey uh western kentucky beat sunrise christian beat sunrise christian that was a lock yeah they would they? Yeah, they would beat Sunrise <laughs> Christian. Sunrise Christian's not. Oh my good. god, that's not. Uh, that's Jordan, not Iowa high school basketball. Jordan got exp- me and I took Jordan out on a date on Friday night and uh, had him watch some. Uh, he didn't even buy me dinner. You believe that? <laughs> took me on a date. Didn't buy. Me yeah, dinner. we he he watched Sunrise wow. Christian Academy, who has uh, Grady Dick and Mark Mitchell, who are two five stars committed to. Duke yes, you Kansas. heard that right, Parks. Duke in Kansas, and they also have Scotty Middleton, who's going to Baylor, and some other guys. So it was a it was a different uh, form of high school basketball that Jordan was used to seeing. <laughs> Let me just tell you, guys in the state of Iowa ain't flying above the rim like that. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys are not all six foot three plus with length, and I they're definitely not, you know throwing oops to each other and pinning kids so yeah you watch, a, you watch a guy throw a dunk down at the iowa basketball game warm everybody's like oh shit they got a guy that can dunk yeah <laughs> no we did like that's, we had that's matt serious. dellinger throw down one dunk a game and we all went nuts i remember <laughs> playing carol and like somebody jammed and i was a freshman and i go 
is that legal? Like, that's a tech. Like semi pro, they throw, they throw the alley oop and semi pro, and he's like, travel. <laughs> what, what do you mean? He didn't You're do fouls. it. Yeah, foul. <laughs> on who? <laughs> I'm a little bit understanding of that. That like concept of those kids are unbelievable and they're all massive. But I was also a part of the gang in Sioux Falls. I was there this weekend. And I got in the hotel that I was at and I was in the elevator and I could tell one of the kids that had played for the Chicago team was in the elevator and he was a monster. I mean, this kid, there's no way he was under the age of 25. He was like, and he was all in decked in gear and he was a player. I understand that he was actually in high school, but he's looked at me and he's like, where are you from? I was like, I'm from Omaha, <laughs> sir. Like it was that, like, they're that big. Like it's, it's not a joke. Like I'm from Omaha, sir. Please hey, sh- shout out bellying up at a hotel bar and seeing Gary Dolphin. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, we did. Jordan, Jordan met his bar. idol. Jordan met his <laughs> idol. I love Gary Dolphin. I think he's awesome. It's that's what I've grown up on. Like that's like you know one of those voices you like hear but you never really truly think you're gonna meet. And then he was cool to be around too. Like he you know oh, talked yeah, to you guys and he, he wasn't he was like stand up guy. Because yeah. yeah, I kind of walked I kind of walked up at a bad time. He had just got done talking and just sat down and I was like, hey Gary, can I get a picture? And he was super nice about it. Took the picture, talked for us about two or three minutes, and then went on his way. So that was pretty cool. It was funny hearing a voice, like, obviously, I'm not an Iowa fan, so it wasn't as important, but, like, hearing a voice that I had heard on the radio, and then in person, yes. so it's the same voice, and then applying it to what he's just saying in person, so, yeah. like, him being like, Iowa's offense fucking stuck, which is exactly what he said was, like, <laughs> the funniest thing, because I can hear it on the radio, like, this <laughs> offense fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's like, it's like that EA time. Sports guy, where it's like, you hear him. Every time you boot up the Xbox, and then that there's that video or TikTok or that was a Vine probably. Yeah, I think Holy it was moly, a Vine. that was a Vine. And he's like, "EA Sports, it's in the game." He's like, "That's pretty good." And then let me try this. And then he says it, and you're like, "Like you know, like <laughs> that's the, it. Spider-Man." You know, you know, <laughs> verbal you meme, too. verbal meme. Spider-Man's pointing at the other Spider-Man kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yes, that or like the the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's pointing at the TV. Oh, and pointing yeah. at the TV. <laughs> 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 they say the name of the movie in the movie. <laughs> I'm not like that guy. I'm a family guy. Yeah. Uh, exactly. uh, he said it. That's so um, like. So but, yeah, that was tonight. So many people are confused. That was pretty nuts. That was a pretty cool experience. Um, I will say though, when you look at you know performances of the weekend, that was really cool. And then I had to watch Schaefer play. You know, and that was just demoralizing to see a coach just not care about his kids like what? that. What are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> Coach Schaefer went 0 and 3 with a margin, average margin of loss of 20. 0 and 4. Oh, you lost on Sunday too? Oh, got smacked. <laughs> Schaefer, I'm no. starting to think hey. wait, these parents need to fire you. It's the kids aren't the problem. It's uh, you. Uh, hey, there's, there's not a whole lot of. Coach K can't write up a whole lot. Listen, I, my, my guy's got heart. That's, they got that's, fight in them. That's about that's about <laughs> we lack offense. We lack shooting the basketball. Um, I don't in, think in any your of them, defense, that, that team that you played when I was there was lights out from the three point line. They, okay, that's and that's what I told them. That third game was different. I thought they simply just made more shots than we did. That one came down to it. That's that what I told them. I'm like, I'm like, you guys gotta just we simply just have to fucking make sure. Somebody's got to jump and dunk the damn thing. I mean, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I, that's basically what I said. We get, guys, we get open looks. 
you just gotta make the shot. Like get in the gym and shoot. There's not there's nothing I can do more than that. Schaefer's driving home after a basketball game, like fucking kids. I would have made that shot. Let me tell you this. If your coach ever looks at you and it's not in the middle of a championship game speech after you won it and says you guys have heart, you suck. It's a nice way of saying, like, hey, you guys fucking suck, but you guys really, really try hard, even though you suck. Schaefer, Schaefer's that one video of that one guy, like, after a football game, he's like, you put coach says no excuses. Well, I got 22 of them, 11 on offense, 11 on defense. <laughs> our, our, our offensive coordinator gets his uh, plays off of Madden rookie mode. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So, goes the comebacks and he shuts off the X. He goes, I know he knows where I get all my plays, and he shuts off the Xbox on the side. <laughs> so, first segment, year, he know? <laughs> first segment of the year for Hoops Not goes to Schaefer's eighth grade boys basketball oh yeah we would have we we would have gone oh and four against the spread this weekend there is no <laughs> question about it because we were winning in the first five minutes oh, of battling. every game too you, we you've never seen so many balls drop through the nylon like that but you know before this eighth grade game and then the second half came around you're like ah, yeah yeah we, we like are it. i would i might throw up if somebody would put together our combined second half scores of every ter- of every game it, it is disgusting Schaefer, you should coach. get a clipboard just to break. Yeah. Like, it sounds like I, you I know what you need to fix. Now we see to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. So figure it out. Schaefer, hoops not. <laughs> Go, coach. coach. Yeah. Tournament next next Wednesday and Thursday. Maybe I'll get an interview afterwards or something. That's what I should have done. I, I should have dressed up and then gone up to him with like my phone and like talked into it and like handed it to him like in the corner. And people will be like, is this guy getting interviewed over here? <laughs> like what's going on? I hope somehow, some way, one of the players' dads stumbles upon this and just hears their coach, their coach go, they've got heart, but we can't make a shot. Get in the gym, Tom. Um, so there you Schaefer, go. You versus those five. It's 1v5. They got to start playing defense, lockdown. Tell them to share the basketball. Easy looks. We, we have been going. Shell drill, Shave. Shell, oh, yeah. been, have you guys been doing the shell drill or what? Yes, we, do, we defense. Our defense is not the problem. We played pretty good better defense. Idea. All Why are you losing by Wait, 20? Better idea. Because we can't score. Hey, us four go up there. We played defense <laughs> on these kids. Us no, four. What we've four been doing five. this week is we've been going no passing offense or only allowed two dribble maxes. We've been just Why don't you just tell them to play like the NBA and pass it to one person then make the shot? If only it were that easy. <laughs> when you need Why a bucket, it? you need a guy. Schaefer rips off his shirt and he's got a jersey on. He's like checking in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm I guess I gotta this. do. I'm doing I guess this I myself. gotta do it myself, guys. <laughs> Schaefer, just for perspective, if you have the game on the line, you need to make one shot to win the entire game, championship, anything you want to put in your head. Do you have a player that you would shoot with? Like, is there one that sticks out in mind? And what is the actual percentage of him making that shot if they're that bad at shooting? Well, that's that's another thing. Is my best player also decided he wanted to go on a trip this weekend? Um, I don't hey man, know. Kids just want to have fun. I get, I guess. And I got another kid leaving next week. It's like, when what happened to the days where you had a tournament? You were obligated to go. Like you didn't schedule vacations around. Opt outs, man. They're trickling down. It, it is. It's it's unbelievable. So, anyways, I have a guy. He wasn't playing this weekend. The percentage of him making a good look, good looking shot. Uh, I'd probably give forty percent. Yeah, pretty good. That's all right. Yeah, he's he's a pretty good shooter. He's all right. If he can get a good look, he's not bad. We can but simply can... give Reese a ten dollar bill in green crayon and just say, "I am twelve. And there you go. You got to <laughs> score. 
I think this wow. kid could shoot better than Reese. I've wow. seen Reese shoot know, basketball. Reese is a I've seen you Reese know, shoot. Who knows what my skill set was in, in high school? My skill set for basketball was pass, screen away. <laughs> That's what I was good up for on offense. <laughs> we need more Reason of the Reese. Reese, we pass need more away. of you. Pass we need those away. guys because I got guys who just like to fucking stand still. Go to the they corner. Move. To the Never corner, explain it that way again, Reese. You were a floor general. That's what you say <laughs> when people ask. You say, I was the floor general. That's it. Schaefer, I Schaefer, I remember though, uh when we always did like that full on like you like have five go and then five go, like you guys always switch like after like when we would practice like with the varsity and shit like that. Yeah, five you know, it, yeah, yeah. You, you guys would always go like against the varsity and then us shit stains that suck at basketball <laughs> would just go fuck off and shoot true, free throws. True for, story. Like, like, true five yeah. minutes. Yep, true story. Uh my freshman year of basketball. We had a pretty talented class. Our head coach, our, our varsity was the number one team in the state. Our varsity coach hated our JV so much. He had our freshman starting lineup would go live against the starting lineup of the varsity team. That's how we practice. True story. But anyway, <laughs> I shit saying that would go. The JV team and, like, Reese and the other freshmen would just go off to the side. Remember, remember we went, when we went to Shenandoah, they didn't even take the JV team. Yeah, we, they took they took, we had the freshman team play this they other team's us. JV. We beat them by 20. Yeah. We played another JV team. <laughs> That's Good. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to my story. I forgot so about that. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> when we did the five-on-five five thing, though, I remember I went up one time. Dude, I drilled. I nailed a three. And I was like, you know what? I'm never shooting again the rest of practice. Or, like, the, like, the next week, I'm, like, I'm not shooting. I was like, I was like so euphoric because like me shooting, you know, it didn't go well. I was like, I did the free throw line, I was fine. Reese Anything just, else? That shit was not going in. Replaying it in his back head on the court, just pulling the bow and arrow. He's just getting goosebumps, <laughs> replaying that ball in his head. Reese is that point guard that passes it to the dude that can actually shoot and just holds up the three. Yeah, <laughs> he knows it's going in. I'll let. Okay, I love it. Okay, we talked about a bunch of random shit. Wait, also, gave you a bunch I have of another great freshman basketball story. Too. <laughs> All right, one more. Reese, is, Reese is only here for two weeks. Let him Save tell it. a story. Remember against, Saint, remember against St. Ed's? Yeah. I got uh, a technical on the bench? Oh, yeah, Reese got a tech. <laughs> Reese gets a tech. We're going. That's a horrible call. I go, that's, I go, I go, I go you're crazy then, man. <laughs> Red goes, flows it. He goes, somebody down here called me crazy. And that's Reese's, the most Catholic school ball thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Reese is looking around. Catholic school, too. <laughs> yeah, Reese looks around. I, I didn't hear anything. We don't. And then they, they, the bench makes up this crazy-ass story that they were talking about something completely different and the ref just happened to hear that's crazy, yep. man. <laughs> you got a tech for so telling I, him that, that he was crazy. I told me it was crazy. Yeah. There was like a, there was like a, I think it was like a, something about a foul. Oh, there was a foul Stiney, basketball game? Stiney was, Stiney was ripping into him and the guy said, I didn't see anything. And I go, well, you're crazy then. And like <laughs> the guy gets to the base. <laughs> he took like eight more steps. He's like, did I hear that? Then he processed. It. He goes, you know what? Fuck this kid. Blows a whistle. He goes, He's like, I had a bad down, day already. Somebody down here called me crazy. My <laughs> nine to five kicked my ass today. There is oh. no way you got a technical foul for saying the word crazy. I thought you called him like a called the guy idiot crazy. No, that was a Saturday. Yeah, I don't know why I remember it, but it was definitely a Saturday morning game. So. He didn't yeah, have it was like a triple header. That was yes. like when we always played Saint Ed's. It was like a triple so, header. So he didn't get off work. So I don't know what his deal was. We had we had a situation in a high school football game. We were playing and we were kicking a PAT, and one of the guys didn't come out for PAT. 
And so we had a kid on our team go, where the fuck is he at? Like yelled it <laughs> in flag. 15 <laughs> yards. First cuss word this guy had heard the whole night is like the first quarter. This, he goes, this is a Christian refereeing crew. We will not stand for any oh, of this. And I'm like, no. are, we, are we doing this right now? Like, I, hey, buddy. Their defense oh. is always like, this isn't the pros. You can't just do whatever you want. I'm like, it's a high school football game. Like, I get it. But, like, come on, man. I got thrown out of a baseball game my senior year for striking out looking on a pitch at my nipples. And I just turned around. And as I, like, was walking, I turned my entire body towards the umpire to walk towards the dugout and I said what am I supposed to do with that shit and I never stopped moving or like looked him in the eye and he chucked me as I was walking back like I heard the crowd erupt as I was like halfway back to the dugout and Sako who everybody knows that's working this podcast um, was walking to the plate and he goes you just got thrown out just whispered it in my ear and I was like, turned around I was like what and I was so, hey hey knees to your titties that's what they say in uh I mean, I mean adventure baseball great nipples great nipples on me and i'm like what am i supposed to do with that i was 89 at my nipples you're supposed to take that 450 dead center to win a baseball game nope that's hey why do you think (laughs) i stopped hitting i couldn't take the 89 at my nipples dead center i couldn't do it (laughs) so i was like what what am i supposed to do with that shit he's like can't cuss in the american legion he's like dude i can vote for the president buy a pack of cigarettes and i can't say fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) what are we doing You're this out. man is serving a country overseas and he can't have a beer? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. What, I can't say fuck, but I can buy cigarettes. <laughs> no, bullshit rule. Get rid of you it. You tell me which one's poisoning society. No, shit. No, see, look at that. It just rolls off the tongue. It's the best word in the, in the English language. Fuck, noun, vocab, ad, ad Have you seen adverb. Samuel L. Jackson where he's like... Talk about motherfucker. Yeah, he's asked, what's your favorite cuss word? And he says it, and he says it like... <laughs> Five different ways. It's so funny. Look it up if you haven't heard that. Okay, love it. Anyway, we got off on a tangent again. This was a sports betting podcast. We already gave you our picks. We gave you our best high school sports experiences. Reese is back, and we were happy to have him back for a little bit. So he will be back with us next week. And we appreciate everybody. Did anybody just see that guy die in the Army game? Yeah. Oh, murdered. Um, (laughs) So that's probably going to be a target. Uh, but we're all good to go. That was a great episode. Episode 47 in the books. A lot of picks, a lot of stories. Good times, good boys. We love you, and we'll see you next time. Deuces. Merry Christmas. By the way, what's what's playing right now? Reese? Reese. Oh, my gosh. Okay. we got time. It's already playing. Okay, I'll pull up. Okay. All I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you, Mariah Carey. That's a girl. Yep. 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 It's already playing. We love you. See you next time. Don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the present underneath the Christmas tree. Hey!